I'm Michael Sean Harris, and you're listening to Mike's Moment Of, a weekly podcast in which I, along with my guests, share our various interests in moments of inspiration, truth, life, technology, culture, and more. I hope you're entertained and informed, and that you feel inspired to join me again and again in my Moments Of. Hi, Nadine. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Hi, to, uh, <laughs> Welcome to this, this episode of Mike's Moment Of, and we're talking with Nadine Rollins. Um, multi-talented, multifaceted, um, fabulous, and awesome, and all these other words. We're going to find out oh. just how awesome she is, because we're going to talk about oh, wow. the very many hats that she's she's wearing uh, at the same time too. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like when you're coming through, you know, when it takes some flights and you see people that have on different hats on their heads because they want to the crush their hat yes. in, in the suitcase. Exactly. <laughs> That's the I got. <laughs> yes, man. All right. So I mean, I I, I met you as an actor. Um, I, I think that's how we first met. No, so? Yes. We're, I think so, because we're, we're in a production. We're, 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 in a, we're in a production, or, or did I just see you perform? Or, I don't remember what it was. but um, I don't remember really what it was, you know, but I know it was it was in a theater space. Right, right, right. For sure. Because you, you've sure. done very, you've done a few things. You've done JMTC, you've done um, the pantomime, you've done um, uh, uh, university players, and what else? What else? There's more, because... Well, I've worked with Fabian Thomas. Right. With Fabian Thomas, yes. Um, it wasn't really it wasn't really Sankofa, but I worked with him. Right. And I've worked with Basil Dawkins production. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um and I did a stint with um Jambi's production. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And you did you did any film? Yes. Yes. Which one? You know, I've done a, I've done a lot of film, you know. I really okay. haven't done a lot of a, a lot of acting roles in films, but I've done Destiny. Okay. Um, that's Jeremy Whitaker. I played a I played a policewoman in that. Mm-hmm. I have done. I was in Sprinter, but I didn't. I I, I was chopped. <laughs> I mean, I'm, di- I'm in the director's cut. <laughs> okay, okay, that's how it goes. I actually played a I played a politician in Sprinter. I had an entire scene with, like, I think there were about twenty extras because I was a politician and we were running for seats again for the community. Oh. Okay. And okay. everybody had on T-shirts with my face on it. Yeah, man, it was a good. Oh, sounds familiar. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yes. Extremely familiar. Can I tell you? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, but how how did you when when did this the acting bug hit you? You know, Michael, I I don't know if it hit me or it beat me. I just knew that as a child, right? I just really just loved to perform. Mm-hmm. It was not a problem. So whenever I was at family gatherings or at school, and I'm talking very young, you know, I can remember as far back as maybe when I was four or five. And we used to go to country every summer and Christmas, you know, or we used to go. I don't know if it's still happening with kids. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, penny concert. And I was the one who they would call up, you know, 
five, five cents put up Nadine and I go up and perform. And it wasn't, none of us shied away from it. I just loved it. I just felt like I really belonged in that space. Okay. Um, but what really happened was when I went, I journeyed with a very good friend of mine, Denise, to the National Pantomimes audition back in 1996. Okay. And um, Dorothy Cunningham had invited her to the pantomime audition. And I know she worked with Dorothy Cunningham at the time. And she said, Nadine, follow me. And I was like, sure. It was a Saturday. And I had no interest. I just followed my friend. Right. And um, Melwood Morris was standing outside the door. And he said, you're not going to audition. And I said, I'm never coming for that. He said, go audition, man. And I said, okay. <laughs> like when, you know, penny concert. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. I got in. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so... My friend didn't get in though, but. I what? <laughs> she never get in. <laughs> so she was sent to bring you. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> yes. All right. So, I mean, this, the, the different groups and situations you were, you, you performed in and you, you, you know, grew in. They're all very different. Um, w- w- like, w- what are the what are the, the high points for for the pantomime experience? Uh, what 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 did you leave there with? What did you come away with? You know, it was really the camaraderie, you know, okay. because I'm very still close friends with people from the pantomime when I joined back in '96. Nice, very close friends, um, very tightly knit. Um, it was a joy just to go down to the little theater after work. Right. Um, you know, for rehearsals, rehearsal was fun. So it really was a camaraderie. Um, what I really enjoyed the most about the pantomime was the singing and dancing. Can you know me? Love the singing and the yes, dance. Yes, I know. I know. <laughs> so that was really what I loved about theater when starting out um, okay. back okay. in '96. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, like working with Basil Dawkins, like what, what did you mm-hmm. leave there with? Well, as a matter of fact, the, the pa- I did Basil Dawkins, I think, the, my last couple of years of the Pantom. Oh, no, I like when I left the Pantomime, I think I did Basil Dawkins like very soon after. Okay. So it was like the East to the West. What I learned from Basil's production really was um, control and stillness. Okay. And I was learning that at the same time when I was with the university players, because that's when I also started out with the, with the university players at the time, led by Brian Heap. Right. And that's a different space now. That's more, you know, keeping still and um, the explain power that. Expl- explain that some more, the stillness and, and the... Okay. Um, in the, on the national pantomime stage, it's a bigger stage with, um, we, you know, you're talking in excess of 20 people in a bigger theater space 600 seats right right and so most of what you did had to be very big in the very back could see your nosebleed can see you right and feel your presence you know but um when i was with university players and with basil dawkins those were more intimate theater spaces and so we had to draw on uh the power of stillness and internalizing more the characters that we played Okay. So that's when okay. I started to understand how it works in that kind of a space as opposed to a bigger theater space where it had to be big. Okay. It, so it, it feels almost like the like JMTC is like somewhere in between. Um, t- t- explain that experience. Okay. So JMTC really was in between because you see, the thing is, you know, um, the pantomime is so much more cultural based. Um, portraying Jamaican stories and you know Jamaicans and by extension from our Af- African heritage we are you know 
big storytellers and we emphasize and, you know, we, we go all out. Not to say that on a on the JNPC <gasps> stage where they adopt a lot of Broadway productions that you don't you don't have to be big. But um, it's a different kind of story, different kind of narrative, um, okay. different kind of culture. Right. 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 Um, even, you know, if you look on other cultures and what they present in terms of theater and stories it's just different than ours none is right. better than the other it's just right. different you know so right. we are more you know big out mm. there not that mm. they are not but i find that there is some more stillness so the, uh, i mean uh, the aesthetic is different i mean the aesthetic um, would you say? Because the aesthetic of the pantomime is it feels like a different aesthetic to me than than the JMTC, and even so different than 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 um, University Players. In 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 some of the things that I've been involved with University Players, mm-hmm. uh, not not all, um, but and, and some of the things that I've seen you in, they tend to be more more um, avant garde in a way. Uh, yeah. Also, also they tend to go deeper levels in, in the intellectual in, intellectual exploration. Um, yeah, it's because um, my my knowledge of the pantomime, having done it for ten years, is that in, it follows a format where there is a villain, right? There is a a, a, a mother figure, love interest, and there is a hero, and there has to be a fantasy, right? Right. And that's so pantomime generally, right? I mean, even in, in UK, that's pantomime, right? That, and it's adopted from that, right. uh, that culture. And so we know we have adopted that culture and infuse it with our own, okay? Right. So it, it, I wouldn't say, it, it is big. I wouldn't want to say it's buffoonery, but it's kind of bordering on the extravagant. Right. Making okay. it big and you know, I mean if you wanna if you wanna compare it with like John Cunadan for argument's mm-hmm. sake. Yeah, but um, I mean, that fantasy scene has to be, you know, of course magical, but you know, it has to like really literally blow your mind. Right. And I mean yeah. some of it is outlandish. I mean and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's a place for that. There's absolutely nothing right. wrong with that at right. all. Right, right. Nothing right. wrong is wrong with that. It was mm-hmm. actually quite fun because I remember, you know, um when I did Jack and the Tree there were some singing animals. There was a cow, the goat, you know, oh, and mm-hmm. there, you know, you, you know, you have the old when I did Miss Annie and the cotton tree and, you know, everything is just, you know, just incredibly amazing. You know, right. when I used to do the pantomime. Yeah, man. Right, right. Oh, that's, that's great. Okay. Okay. So you, you didn't only perform because at some point you moved also to production. <laughs> In the theater production as well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and promotion. That is when that is that is when I could not learn the lines anymore. <laughs> oh, the lines, the lines. <laughs> A joke. No, man. You see, the thing with me, you know, it's like um, I've I just want to just grow. I want to want to do something else, something new, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I the the older the older I get, the more I'm accepting my my truth, which is that I am very talented. I'm a talented actress. You understand? Right. One time, you know, like people say, "Oh, Nadine, you're so great," and I'm like, "Oh, stop it!" <laughs> you know, no, I say, "Yeah, man, thank you." Hey. You know, and own it. I know that I have mastered it. Right. What's next? And so that is why I went into production. Okay. Like I want to now create 
um, a story and, you know, want to produce something, want to direct something, want to know something else now. Of yeah. course, still staying, you know, as a thespian. Mm-hmm. Because you've, you've produced in JMTC, but you've also produced in Montego Bay, I right? I remember that. Yes, I yes. produced in JMTC. I co-produced, yes. That's right, With yes. uh, Maurice. Yeah, yes. Dream Girls, right? That's right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> can I forget that? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah and then when I went to Montego Bay, I, um, but, you know, when I was at University Players, I produced two really? University Players. I did. Which ones? I, I did um, Tartuffe. Okay. Yes. Um, Paul Issa was in Tartuffe. Yeah. And uh, a lot of incredible actors were in Tartuffe. That was so good. Ooh, costume. Quindell Ferguson. Amazing. Yeah. And I did um, Art. Okay, that's three, yes, yes, yes. Three men, yeah. Yes, three men yes, in, yes, in yes. art. Yeah, I did those two. I produced those two for okay. the university players. Did you yeah. did you work with Carl Carl and Michael, uh Carl Williams? No, no but I, I've worked with them but I didn't well I didn't produce to them, but I was in um Season Rice. Right, Season Rice, yes, yes. I worked on that. Yeah, too. Yes. the review. Yeah, yeah. season rice. Weren't, weren't you also in, yeah. in um Not About Eve? Is Not About Eve? Was it I was in Not About Eve, but it was with the university players. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah with yeah. Carol Laws. But I saw I saw the production that um Mad Co did. Yes, right. Yeah, right, right, I saw right. that. It was a, okay. a lovely story. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Excellent. Okay, cool. All right, so okay, so we, we did acting, we did production. Um <laughs> but and you're also involved with me with some of my, my, my concerts with um with uh, yes. with with, with uh, armchair Arm revolution, yes, yes, the first one. It was <laughs> yes, the first one, don't it? The very first one, yes. Yeah, we talked about how you want the armchair on stage, and I'm like, yes, yes we're gonna put the armchair there, and then we're gonna <laughs> do that. And, oh my god, yeah, it was so good. Yes, yes, some good sponsorship and support. It was really a sexy show, my god. Yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, it's so time to do it again. <laughs> I know, I yes, know. Yes, yeah. yeah, and then. And then what 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 happened after that? Because right now you're also representing actors. <laughs> yes. It's another hat. Is that all that? Mm. Yes. So all right, no. So when I I did ten years of the pantomime, right? And it was just a time to go. It was a time to 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 move on to the next project. As I said before, is that the pantomime is very dear to me. I go to every opening night once I am here. Okay. Every single um, December 26th, I'm there for 6 p.m. Okay. So, yeah, man. And as I said, you know, we're very close. So it was just time for me to move on. So I did 10 years with the pantomime consecutive. And then I did 10 years with university players. Okay. Con- okay. Yeah. Well, consecutive. And then I produced two. But, I've, you know, it's very dear to me. Right. So so I was doing that and learning now other spaces and how to create these characters and working with incredible people because it is so, I feel so proud to say, Michael, that I've worked with a lot of Jamaican directors and um, actors. Like I know everybody. Yes, 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 yes. And I think, I think I've worked with pretty much everybody in some way, some shape, some <laughs> okay. form. I think I have, and it really feels good to know that. So I moved to Montego Bay in 2014 and I was like, look here, um, what you know, what's gonna happen? Because you know, I you know did some research and I understand what was, understood what was going on in Montego Bay at the time in terms of the, the theater space, the social climate, you know, everything. Just trying to understand how I navigate through that space, right? Right. And um, Douglas Prout was very happy that I was coming there because he was moving to Canada, and um, you know, he wanted me to continue with Fairfield Theater and things. So when I went there, I mean, I literally didn't know anyone and so I spent a lot of time at home 
And um, yeah, and so, you know, it was time to do something else. And so I started thinking about talent representation because a lot of people used to come to me even before I left Kingston and more when I was in Montego Bay because there was not much for them to do to say, you know, or to ask, how is it that they can get involved? Mm -hmm. And I saw it as a niche um, or a void to fill, um, to, to try to help people. And I thought that would be great through representation. Okay. So um, I started Raw Management as a talent agent right. slash um, management company. Okay. All right. Before we get to Raw Management, there's yeah. something you said that I just want to go back to and, and, and pick your brain about. Because you, you spoke yeah. about... The social. I felt like we were going to a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, but I mean, I love it. <laughs> how, how, how I always do this is once if you say something and it and it sparks something, I go, okay, let me find out about that now because I can't wait. Um, Absolutely, I agree. So, so you, you mentioned something about the social scene in Montego Bay. What did you yeah. discover? What's the big difference between how Montego Bay kind of works and how Kingston kind of works in terms of the theater and the social scene? Yeah. Michael, let me tell you something. Montego Bay was rough. Really? It was rough. Yeah, man. It was rough for me. Um, I just want to put a disclaimer out because, you know, I don't want to offend anyone living right. in Montego Bay or anything okay. like that because I do have <laughs> good friends in Montego Bay. But Montego Bay took a while to accept me. Okay. Why yeah, do you man. Think? And because, you know, the thing is that I've heard that before going to Montego Bay, that Montego Bay is clannish and cliquish. And I didn't understand what that meant. Like, what are they talking about? Like, me, once I step there, man, people were love me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, but people were really warm to me. But um, it, it, was, it went so far and no more. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, when I went to the bank and when I went to other social gatherings, you know, people were nice, you know, mm-hmm, and people mm-hmm. knew, knew of me and all of that. But when I started raw management and started this, this started going with the theater um, uh, productions and things. No matter how I gave out tickets to people to come for free, mm-hmm. them never turn up at the Fear Free Theater when I had my first production. Them warm up to you know, I say, yeah, man, we will come and you give them three tickets, but them never turn up. Nobody was there when we opened wow. um, Her Last Cry. Mm-hmm. Nobody and the stage manager said, We're going, Mr. Allen, um, Susan Beadle, and myself, I was in it, and Tony. And nobody came, and we did it to an, an empty house. And I did it several, I did four productions in Montego, and it was so hard. It was so hard. But why, um, why, why do you think we had home calls? As much as we, I, I, you know, because I felt like, as I said, I didn't feel, uh, I didn't feel accepted. Like, you know, I felt like. Even though I said to you, come, and you said you would, why wouldn't you? And then what, why, why would I, what would I use as reference? But the whole thing about if they don't know you, they're not going to support you. I kept on hearing that, but I just never believed it. Okay. But I went to a production in Montego Bay, and it was somebody from, Mont- well, she's not from Montego Bay, but she knew people there. Right. And let me tell you, man, you never have an sell ticket. Wow. And it's not just, I can't just say it's just me because you had other productions who came that came into Montego Bay, like that do stuff like what I did that didn't do well. Okay. Or when, of course, you know, Shibata would come through and the place is ram, but you know, right. that's a different kind of genre. Yeah, that that's a different thing. to a different kind of people. Yeah. My, my, my market just never supported. It just never came. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I don't know. I think the, I think there is a space for that because, I mean, you know, I've spoken to people. There are no people in Montego Bay. The, the, you have a university campus. There are a couple of university campuses in Montego Bay. So um, people know what's going on around them. It's not like they don't understand what's happening around them. Right? right. It's not the Sashibada market in Montego Bay. Mm-hmm. You know, not that Sashibada market wouldn't come <clears throat> to our play. But they just never, never, never warmed up to it at all. And I know... Other thespians in Montego Bay are struggling. Okay. And is it that they did not they don't accept them? I don't know. Is it our or is it that they don't accept what it is that we have to offer? I don't know. But I don't say it's me because it's what I do. It's well, me. But what do they support? What, what I mean, what do you see them supporting in Montego Bay? Well, like some fest. Okay. Okay. Some fest does very well. Um um you have, as I say, you have Shabana that comes through. I did a I did a two-hander. Well, it was two different, two for one. Um, we did the tour with Leonie Forbes and Chris McFarling. Um, it was a David Toller produced and they had a Shibado uh, play. So it was a two for one. Okay. And I, I traveled the West with them. And let me tell you, man, people come out. Okay. Five o'clock show them that they're from 12 o'clock with rice and peas in them, in them Petri dish. I wait for the show wow. to start. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and nobody, nobody came to see, um, some, you know, other, another style of, of theater. Okay. But I don't know because, you know, funny enough, now that I think, now that I'm talking about it, I saw, I saw a news report recently about, um, Palace Amusement. They really don't do well there in Montego Bay too. So. Okay. I saw that. That was actually literally on the news the other day. So I don't know. It's just, I really don't know. So just a different, just, different culture. It's just, it's, just a, it's just a different, different mindset, man. But okay. they will say, yes, you know, that's the thing, you know, but they just don't do it. Okay. okay. So like, I just couldn't have survived. In gotcha. That, in that. Okay. So raw management. So where did you go with raw management? So, so we did production. We did stay with it. Five raw management so far has done five stage productions that I've produced and directed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the core of our business uh, was at the time the talent agency, talent management. Um, so mm-hmm. there are two. It's a two part, right? Two sections. So okay. there's a manage. There's a management side where I'm very hands on with with um, my talent. Right. Right. So we're talking about monetizing what it is that they do. Um, PR and promotion, um, development, um, you know, finding mentorship, stuff like that. Very Mm -hmm. hands-on. No, I just have a few because there, I can't, you know, you know, it wouldn't be possible to, to do that uh, with a lot of people. (laughs) Of course not. So who who are are the people you're representing now? So I represent, um, Chantal Jackson. Mm -hmm. I represent Sakina there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kimberly Patterson. Okay. Tiffany Thompson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Crystal Ball. Okay. He's an, she's a fine artist. Okay. So I must say it's not just... Um, not just performers, not just actors. Just not performers or actors, singers, yeah. no. Okay. Once you have a talent and you, you, know, you want to have you know, management, yeah. Right. Okay. So I encourage people, you know, once you want to monetize and build your brand, it's good to have a manager mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, so I have um, five people so far. Okay. I think that's enough for now. Okay. Um, that I play very close attention to, pay very close attention to. Gotcha. And then there is the agency um, where we, you know, we 
try our best to find jobs for them. So what we do, we put ourselves out as an agency. So to, to, um, marketing companies, advertising companies, um, corporate Jamaica, right. you know, if you're doing an ad campaign, if you need people, not just for ads, but for anything, if you want to host an event, you want an orator, you need a novelist, you need, mm-hmm. you know, what you need, talent, right. let me know. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so, so we push ourselves that way to let people know that we're, that's what we're about. And uh, we encourage people to come to us if it is that they want to find, uh, you know, some kind of a, engagement in this in this area okay so how, how has that been working for you because i mean it seems like there, i mean i've seen some really really high points more and kind of even high profile things happening tell me about some of those some of the things that happen with your with your talent that you're working with okay um for in, on the management side or the agency side both both okay so i'm very proud of both areas very, very proud. And there's a lot of potential and growth. And, um, I, it, I don't, it's not just me. I have a team okay. you know, that, that I work with. Um, you know, the high points for me is my own development because, um, I'm really learning this field as I go. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, um, interestingly enough, I taught talent management at Montego Bay Community College. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the college approached me and asked me to, 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 to lecture uh, in talent management. And it was a new program. I didn't know that I was doing it at the time. And I was like, oh, I've never done that before in my life. Um, so I got the literature. Um, I got the syllabus. And I had to learn it while teaching it. Oh, that's excellent. And, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, because I've never been formally trained in it. It's mm-hmm. a new. It's, a, it's actually a new career, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I and the talents that I have now, like um, Chantal, Sakina, Kimberly, Tiffany, um, they are because of their journey. It's teaching me, you know, building on me as building on on what I have as a talent manager and what it is I can provide for them and others to come and impart to other talent managers because I want, I'm actually mentoring two other talent managers within a group brilliant so that they can do the same thing because we need that we need that there's people lots of people call themselves managers and agents and they're not really doing the job you know yeah it's a lot of work a lot of work yeah um especially the engagement part of it but the high moment the high points for me is um learning and the exposure yeah the exposure um, that um, be, um, being attached to these talents have provided me, like, for example, with Chantal and Kimberly, especially on the international scene, mm-hmm. um, they really have been doing some incredible work. And because they have representation, I also now have to be with them and to discuss and negotiate, uh, you know, engage with these other uh, industry professionals right. um, to talk about their career and how we can build together as um, collaborators right. of their career. So it's really a, a magnificent journey for me. The other day I was online looking for a masterclass in, um, in, in, in management talent because, I mean, I'm telling you, like, for example, uh, the legal part of it right. is another part now that I'm making sure I understand Okay. Because even though we have attorneys, you don't want nobody to be BSing you. Right. You know, right. To look for yeah. So mm-hmm. you want to, um, you want to understand the basic point. jargon and stuff. Yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So that is it's that's a high point for me with that. Um with the agency is is just the opportunity to spread my wings um here locally and regionally um with the players, uh the the agencies, the the financiers, the the producers, even on the, the, the film side with the the, the 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 people who work on the technical side, the cinematographers, you know. Um and so I, I like that too. And so that's now where I'm going now because I said, oh, I want to learn that. So I want to do something now with that. Right, so, right, 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 right. So, so from, from doing the agency and the, the management, are there associations that you've, you've had to join or, or, or felt the need to join or been encouraged to join? You know, you know what, what are they? You know, what, 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 what has, where has this journey taken you, in, even in terms of your own self-development or your expansion of the, the company? Um, you know, in terms of where, where you have to make these connections yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, I have to because I'm learning. I have to know find myself associated with a body of persons in the same profession. Okay. Um, you know, to, to get mentorship and um, to also understand the, the the business. But is so, there is there one here, or you have to get one in a, in another country? Well, well, well. The thing is, like for example, with the management part of it it's um it's literally it's one overseas that i'm looking at um so okay so if it is that you want to be able to get jobs or to find out about an opportunity for an actor there are certain platforms that you have to be on because nobody ain't calling you to say hey this is happening you need to send somebody there. Yes, you can go on um, all, there are myriads of websites. Right. The thing is that there are millions of people that are going to be submitting their reels. Right. And so you don't want to be lost. So there are groups that it's best for you to be a part of. Okay. There's one called the breakdowns that I'm really trying to get on, but I have to, I have to align myself with a, another company overseas in order to be on that. Okay. Platform. Okay. Um, I also want to get um, into CSA, that's the Casting Society, you know, right, okay. mm-hmm. of America, and that is, um, you know, other than the fact that you, prop, you know, you have to be American, but there, there are ways of getting a part of to be a part of that. Right. Um, but there also are issues that I'm understanding that you, I may not be able to do both depending on the region I'm in. Okay. Because in the States, um, you can't be a casting agent and a manager because it can be conflicting. It's a conflict, right, okay. Absolutely, and I, I do understand it. But there are regions that, because I've done some research and there are, you know, persons straddling both. Um, I Actually, I'm speaking to a lady in Australia who's, because of their space she has to straddle both um okay. but you know that is where you need um legal advice so that you know exactly what your contractual arrangement is for both right people who you're working and representing understand that okay what i'm doing here is casting you in a job right yeah right not to be confused with the fact that i'm managing you even though we have this arrangement so it is really a ticklish thing to get involved in. To be honest with you, if you're doing both, you just have to know exactly how to navigate. Right, navigate right, right, right. And be able to draw the line where you need to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there's a CSA, there's getting on the breakdowns there. Um, but for me, though, um, on the local front, um, because my talents, most of the talents that I work with, I want to get into film, I, too, have to understand 
the film business. Right. And so it was important for me to join Jamaica Film and Television Association because of what it is that they're providing in terms of development for film practitioners and TV right. practitioners. Right. Same people I that I represent. Mm -hmm. um, women in film as well that I'm a part of here locally. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that more. I've seen JAFTA... Um, being more public in terms of what they're doing um, over the past oh, couple yeah. of years. You know, it's really yeah, cool to see, actually. Yeah, they've been doing an incredible job. Yeah, yeah they've really been doing a great job. Yeah, because sometimes you can look, at, it might feel like it, it's, it's, a, it's a small kind of private club of the people who are working on films and appearing in <laughs> films. Um, and it might be. Is it? I mean, it might be. No, it's not. It's really not. You have to join. There's a membership and it's open to everybody. They have a website. No, I mean, I'm not, no, I, no, not just Japan. I mean, generally films that, that you see being produced in, in, in Jamaica. It feels like it's a, you know, a small club of, of people. Cause you see, it's, sometimes you see the same people you know, in, yeah. in, in every film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I used to think that way too. Mm -hmm. I used to see it. I'm like, oh come me, oh come in you know, film show me can't show me no you know film show. Yeah. yeah, but it's true, I've seen it. And that is why, you know, I said to people, so boy, you know, sometimes when you look over on the, over the other side and you, know, you say what well, I go on over there, and you make sometimes you make assumptions, you really need to go over there and see what's if going you're on. Interested and see what I go on. And I welcome people to join Women in Film yeah. and Television Association. We recently reconvened and Jamaica Film and Television Association. Okay. Um, because a lot of people are doing work now on that side because, you know, it's going on with COVID and everything, you know, you have right. to try to do so space and all that. Who, who joins those organizations? Are, are they all filmmakers or is it every aspect, every every job within within the, the complex of the, the film and the television thing? Who Every, 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 you, you, every task you can imagine. Um, okay. You have the production coordinators, Mm -hmm. um, the production as, as um, associates. Um, you have grip, the guys who are moving stuff around, right. lighting, cinematographers. You mm -hmm. know, there are so many craft services. I mean, right. it's ridiculous. A, a lot mm -hmm. of uh, different um, tasks that you can do. Mm -hmm. And they are the people who are involved in these associations. Wardrobe, mm -hmm. yeah. makeup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Cool. Cool. Actually, I've actually had it in the back of you my head. You should join. Yeah, I really, I really. <laughs> I've been thinking what? about. Because guess what? You need the composers. Yes. 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 Yes, Michael. I may do a few things. So, I'm, so it's composer plus TV and stuff. So, yeah. 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 So, good. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Because so, you know, somebody, some the film festival I went to recently, a film market I went to recently. I was talking to a composer, and he was like telling me about this other association that he started in London. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a part of an association that of filmmakers that compose music and all that. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Great, good, good, good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, uh, Traytown. <laughs> We're getting to Traytown now. What, 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 what roles did you play in, in bringing Traytown to the fore, to, you know, in, in realizing Traytown? Because I, I see your pictures and I see the little, and it feel like you're doing, you know, head cook and bottle washer, uh, you, you know, back a camera, front a camera, side a camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never see me a whole camera, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and my phone. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I'm the I'm the producer of Traitor on the short film. Okay, okay. And co-director. All right. So, so whose whose script is it? Where did the idea come from? All right. So I 
I was introduced to Trey Town in 2018, right? So this is when I really started getting my feet wet in film. Right. And, you know, interestingly enough, you know, Michael, I was saying to a friend of mine in Mobe, she lived in Mobe, you know, she actually migrated to Mobe, and we were talking. I said, listen, Roma, film, the film bug bite me. I'm just excited. Go to right. And she looked at me, like, with this look in her eyes to say, what are you talking about? From I know you, this is the way you have always been. You have always loved film. Right. You used to love watching movies. And, you know, this is the magic of it. So what are you talking about? And, you know, I was like, yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always, you know, old movies, Frank Sinatra and, you know, singing and, you know, in the rain and, you know, from a long time. Yeah. When I remember when light used to go away, I used to think that I won't have TV to watch. That was a big worry. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. What am I going to do with me? I'm so undone. So I've always loved film and television. Mm-hmm. So I went to, I was invited to attend a pitch session because I was showing my, in, I was showing some interest in film. I had just joined JAFTA. Okay. And Natalie Thompson invited me to a pitch session. And this was happening in Kingston. And um, it was a session uh, uh, powered by British Council, JAMPRO and JAFTA. Okay. And they had five filmmakers, script writers and producers. And they were pitching their films to a team, to a committee, to win a spot at the Berlin Alley film market. Okay. So this was big things happening and I went to observe, right? So I sat there and I saw these filmmakers going up, nerve wracking, you know, man. Of course. Yeah. Because guess what? You're going to get, you're going to get flown to Berlin. Hello. And if you, I mean, if you are into this business here, you want to win that. You want to go and learn because you're going to now be able to pitch your project to production or co-producers in Berlin. And okay. financiers in Berlin, and get to meet people in the business. Yes, you yes, yes, and yes. take some pictures while you're there. You know? Right, of course. So it was nerve wracking for them, you know. And um, I remember when Lette Williams, who's a writer of Traitown, went up, and she she was so confident. She went up with um, Andre, who is also another filmmaker at the time. He was he was her partner in the program as her producer. Okay. And they went up and they pitched, and I just loved her spirit. I mean, yes, the story did nice, but right. she made it like. It's okay. just how she was just resilient and she just wanted it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she did not get through. Okay. Because there were some issues, I guess, maybe with the story and the content. I don't know what was going on, but I was more interested in her. Mm-hmm. And I went up to her, you know, Michael, and I said to her, I said, hi, my name is Nadine Rollins. Um, I really liked what you did today. And um, I'm just, you know, wanting to learn this business. And I want to align myself with a project or a team. Can I work with you on Trade Town? And she'll come and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I mean, Michael, it was just, a, it was just right for me to do. Okay. And um, because me enough knowing, you know, me say me I go to Berlin. Right. <laughs> So I, you know, spoke to who I need to speak to at um, Jampro and Jafta about, you know, how do I sign up where I go? And, you know, I signed up for the Berlin Film Market as an independent filmmaker 
Okay. Um, I, I just joined the Jamaican contingency in Berlin. I went there and I spoke about Trey Town, the, the, the writer, Latisha, gave me the document and the EPK right. and the film. And I read as much as I could and read the script over like three times so I can talk. But I mean, the thing is that I never set up meetings. I just went there to experience the market, you know? Right, right, so, right. Oh, the thing work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of advice I got at the time was that as an emerging filmmaker, both yourself and Letty and Andre, um, it's it's best that you do a short or a proof of concept of the okay. feature. Okay. So that one, people could see that you're actually putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And two, it will give you credit to say that you have done something in film. This is right. the project and it's finished. Yes. And luckily for Letty and by extension us, there was another pitch session happening. And let me tell you something. Letty go up there and she pitch out, you know. She pitch you, see? <laughs> <laughs> I never see her pitch, pitch so yet. And she pitch. And she never win. Okay. Well, guess what? Somebody has noticed. But the, the judges gathered again and they said, you know, we're going to give Letty some money. And they said, we have a special announcement. They're from Aspire Fund Management. They're from Trinidad. Okay, okay. They okay. gave, they funded, let's say, 3,500 US dollars, about 5,000 Jamaican dollars, 500,000 Jamaican dollars right. to mm-hmm. put towards the project. And we said, we're going to do our short. So we, so we went into the development of a short version of the script, which is really a proof of concept, but we wanted it to be able to stand on its own as a okay. film. Okay. But really and truly, the f- it's first a proof of concept because okay. what we want to do is to be able to do a feature film. I know we're really thinking about whether or not we should do a series okay. because the story has so much depth and the characters are, are, are so you know layered that it's, mm-hmm. it has a potential of being a great series. Right. And that's how we started. That's how Trayton was developed. Okay. But when something like that happens, you know, when the little miracles start to happen and, and, you, and you get on this journey, there tend to be a few more little miracles. Like what are the, what are the other little things, that, the people that came on board or the things that happened, you know, the people that said, oh, um, tell me some of those because I know there's so many that's not tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and my, mind, my mind going all over the place. It's like, what, what? All right, you know, the, the people again, like um, my co-director, Gareth Cobran. Now, let me tell you, we did not know who we were going to use to direct it. I wasn't even thinking of directing it. I'm thinking I'm going to produce it. Okay. Because me like in charge, you know, let me tell you something about me for a long time. Me like when me in charge of things, you know, me love it. <laughs> yes. Right? So me want to be the boss. So me say, all right, me go in charge of the film, right? <laughs> so I was going to be producer. Yes. Um, I wasn't thinking of directing it. So we saw directors and um, we got a few callers and we, you know, we reached out to a few. Um, but it just never did a word. No, it wasn't just, it was not, it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And um, we, as a matter of fact, when we reached out to Gareth, um, something, it never happened at the time with Gareth. He wasn't going to direct, sorry. He, we reached out to him for, uh, to be cinematographer on it. And um, I think he, something happened and he had to travel and it never worked out. Um, so we said, okay, we're going to find a director first and then we'll build our team up because you know you need a strong foundation right right so i went to a a a party 
and uh, somebody said to me, that's Gareth Coburn. And I was like, oh, because I didn't know him at the time because I used to talk um, by, by email. Okay. And I, I was, you know, to be honest with you, I was a little bit intimidated by him. Nice, suave guy, you know, tall, and him just slick. I just like when him look and thing. I'm a bit intimidated by him somewhat. Okay, okay. And I went over and I introduced myself to him, and I was like, you know, um, I'm doing a project, and I think you'll be perfect. I know we had approached you before for, to be cin- cinematographer, but would you be kind enough to consider doing, you know, being a director? Like, yeah, well, let, let's talk. You know, we can have a talk. And uh, I spoke to a friend of mine about, you know, about it, and she was like, you know, Nadine, why don't you direct it with him? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, you can learn about directing for film because he knows about directing for film and he's okay. a cinematographer. So you can't you can't get it better than that. True. Um, and so I said, okay, let me talk to him about that. And he was like, sure. But you said Garrett. Garrett is like a gem right now. Garrett is we call each other BFF. Like a <laughs> choking up, choke, choking up. Cho- <laughs> that's a, that. That's that came out of it, man. It was fair. Love, love that guy so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. Um, the 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 crew. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, you know what came out of it really and truly too. Paul Issa. Really. Me know Paul long time. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> but Paul. Paul gave of his private home ah, okay. for us to shoot the film yes. for two nights. Oh, that's great. That's great. Okay. And, it's, and it's a lovely home. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. It's a lovely home. Yeah. And I, and uh, that just, that just literally blew my mind because we didn't have to, mm-hmm. he believed in the project and, you know, I, yes, he twisted my arm to be in it as well. I joke, he didn't do that. I have to be in it if I want the place. No, he didn't. But he was perfect for the role in it. Of course, yeah. Well, it was it's, like it was written Come on. for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a superstar. He's, yes, he is. He, he absolutely is, yeah. He's incredible on film. Like, oh my God. Um, but Paul, Paul, Paul was a gem for me uh-huh. and Gareth. I mean, I could go on, but you know, yeah, I, yeah. I can pick out those two. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So it's done. Project is done. I mean, the 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 short is done. The short is done. It took okay. a while. It took you a know, while. One thing, look here. One thing I'm going to tell people when they're doing film, me learn this now. Make sure you you really do your specific line items for post production. Ah. Don't leave it. As a as a group like a, like post production ten grand no no, 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 no. <laughs> don't group it up sorry no no they're into problems problems yes Th- that's where most of the work wasn't it Michael well yes yes it tends to be <laughs> with with most things <laughs> with most things it tends to be um so, how long how long is the short how long is the short thirteen minutes thirteen minutes and how long did it take. Um, to get to where shoot? you are now. To shoot it or from? But where right, let's started. take it. How long, it took how long to shoot it? It took it took two. We shot it in two nights. In two nights, okay. And how long did post? In two nights, and and that and I would say it took at each night was twelve thirteen hours. Okay, and, and how long did did, did the editing and post production and stuff take? Okay, well, we we shot it February 5 and 6, I think. Okay. Or 9 and 10. 
two nights <laughs> and we we just finished <laughs> we just finished <laughs> so so post production took about four months <laughs> I remember it was covid too so right 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 yeah there was covid too but i mean yeah we just we really literally we really literally just finish it like, no, but that, it that's like, about but that's really about five six months post production yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. About yes. that. About that. <laughs> what, what were the surprises in the post-production process? Because yes, you had your, your you had your big line um, post-production. What what caught you by surprise? Um, the editing. Editing. I mean, in terms of how long it would take, or all that's involved. All that's involved with editing. Who edited? It's so important because Andrew Astwood. Okay. okay. Andrew Astwood, but it's not just not just putting the pieces together, like putting the, the, um, the frames together. Right. It is, um, the coloring, right. the grading of the color, the sound, audio, sound, so, oh dialogue, dialogue replacement, all that stuff. Uh, yes. Yeah. The ADR that we had to yeah. do some ADR. Um, yeah. and they, um, and of course, you know, when you, you, you're talking about, you no know, different people doing different parts of yes. that. So you have to bring them back in. Yes. Oh yeah. And the thing mm. not and the thing is the different personalities and you know as the as the the, the, the producer let me tell you, you, you know, this is not where people skill are for coming in, Michael. Talking to different people with different personalities, different idiosyncrasies, different yeah. lives. Yes, yes. And 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 working as you know for peanuts and they mm-hmm. have to they have to know embrace your vision and your dream. Right, yes. Right. As their own. Not easy. No, no. Hmm. And that that was the hard part. I actually, when I was doing this project, I actually had a, a, a panic attack. It has never happened to me before. What? <laughs> yeah, I like it. You, you should see your face. Yeah, man, I had a panic attack. I had a panic attack uh, two nights before we went into... Um, how, how, uh, how did it manifest? In like shortness of breath or tears or what? Shortness of breath. Okay, okay, okay. Shortness of breath. I, I had a friend on the phone and it was it, it was very bad. It, I couldn't stop because I didn't. Wow. Um, there were th- some things wasn't happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and we had a, we had a green light, and there was no turning back. Right. Okay. And I didn't mm-hmm. know what was going to happen, and but it did happen. But trust me, it was I was a mess. Yeah. Never happened to me before. I don't want that to happen to me again. Yeah, I hope not. But somebody tell me, say that happened to me again. <laughs> like, no. let's, let's hope not. Let's hope not. All right. So, yeah. all right. So, but all right. So, but the post production stuff. But now, but now there is no. Now you have to send this around and market it and find places to show it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Yes. So there's yes. another part of because this that's see, coming up. There's another part of it. There's another part of it. The, 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 I, I, I keep on reminding myself that it is a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so because we have intentions for the project, which right. is to develop the project into a film right. or a series. We're more leaning towards a series. So yes, we mm-hmm. will enter where we can in festivals, but mm-hmm. first and foremost is that we we need it to become a full length or a series. So the right people need to see this, the people with the money. So the right people <laughs> need to see it. So we want so we are we're happy that it's going to be able to be shown on uh online platform for the premiere. Right. So that the original investors will be able to see it because right. we wanted to do the premiere here, even though we could send them a link for them to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um but we wanted them to, you know, 
really see it, um, what we have done, and talk to them about it. So we, we're doing an online premiere. It's really happening in Trinidad. Okay. And they're from Trinidad. So I'm very happy for, for, for that, that they'll be able so to. So when, when, when is the premiere and, and, and what, um, yeah, when and what platform and how can we all check it out? Sure. The premiere is September 12th. That's September 12th. <laughs> and it's on the <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago Film Festival. So that's okay. www.ttfilmfestival.com. Okay. And it's for the entire day you'll be able to stream. Okay. The film, and you have to be in the Caribbean region in order to have access to the film. Okay. And there are three films on the same block. So there are, there's another Jamaican film called Out of Many written by um, Rebecca Williams. Okay. And directed, so she'll be on it, and another film will be on it as well. But there'll be a lot of films um, at the at the festival. So okay, okay. our night is our day is September twelfth. Excellent, excellent. Okay, okay. Who, who else? Who else? Um, who's starring? Who's starring the film? Sano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jovi Rockwell stars. Woohoo! Nice. Okay. So you know it's interesting, you know, because you see the film. The film is about a female, young female politician, um, beautiful, um, newly married, mm-hmm. and it 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 tracks her plight um, as she struggles with uh, affairs of her heart and her head, mm-hmm. right? To to gain power as well as to win the hearts of the people in Trayton that she represents. Okay. Okay. So there are a lot of things happening with this woman who has to assume a certain role and 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 wear a certain uh, armor, if you will, mm-hmm. and has a very powerful family. Comes from a very powerful lineage as well. Right. And um, she she's newly married and she you know she's having an affair. So there's a love triangle happening there as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it this film um, needed a a, a strong individual to play it and somebody who will be able to strip away all of the layers and become very bare to us so that we can create this character. And it was very difficult to find somebody who was willing to do it because there are some content in there that is, um, it's not easy for somebody just to take on if it is that they're not open to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. You get me. And, um, you know, we approached a, a few actors and, mm-hmm. you know, they were willing, but because of, you know, you know, affairs of the, you know, the situation with the, with the, with the, the content. Right. Um, it was, it was difficult. Um, but I met Jovi at a party. You see, I okay. met, I met because, because met we, know, a, we know Jovi as a singer, as you know, I'm really a rock right. singer, it really, you know, I know, you know yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I met her at a party. Interestingly enough, I met Gareth at a party. So, hey, what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) So I was talking about the film and and my quest to find an actor. And she was like, you know, I do some acting. And I'm like, what? (laughs) So yeah, she just just came back from LA. And she really wants to do some more acting. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to find a a, a lead. She came to the audition and she killed it. Like, killed it. Nice. Okay. Um, so she stars and, um, she also did the original song for the film because we were like, Hey, well, Jovi Rockwell, we'll see if we can get that song. (laughs) 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 So she collaborated with Natural High and they did a song called Winner. Love it.
she 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 stars and we have Paul Issa who plays Richard who is her uh, political advisor that's mm. Paul um, we have Ramon Walker who plays her husband and we have Gabriel Murdoch who plays the journalist in the film okay and Gabriel hasn't uh, done any acting ever before in her life um, she's a fine artist right okay. uh, very incredible artist and so when we were looking at who would play what role i remember scouting the internet can i tell you that's where i went to instagram and i'm looking through this person person. i don't care if they can act i don't care we'll get them there and uh, we saw her and we're like oh this is janelle rose and we we actually asked her to do it. We sent out someone to reach out to her and she turned us down a couple of times. And um, I called her and I said, hey, listen, I, I know we reached out to you a couple of times, but we really, really want you to come in and just even just read for it. And let me tell you, instantaneously. Okay. I was keeping my fingers crossed. I like, please, please, God, please, please, please. And she nailed it. Killed okay. it. Nice. Yeah. So we're, we're happy about the cast. Awesome. Yeah, so it's yeah. for them. So yeah, man. Okay. Yay! All right, good. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we, um, yeah, I can't wait. Yay. Yeah. So we we excited. So Letty is Letty is very excited about it. I'm so proud of her because she has done a lot of work, a tremendous work, and she's still writing. Um, okay. The, the, the feature she oh great okay. yeah, yeah man she's still getting some work done and we have a script editor who okay. is works um rachel chin brilliant script editor mm-hmm. so it's it, you know that's what i realize you know with this thing you know if you if you want it to be done properly you just have to put in the work mm-hmm. and stick to it mm-hmm. i mean a lot of times and I, you know it's it really gets overwhelming but there yeah. is just this there's just this passion, especially when I look at the trailer, I hear the song and, you know, you see, by the way, can I tell you, I see so many things that are wrong. <laughs> they are like, oh, no, no. like, ooh, like, ah, like, no. Oh, we, we missed that. We missed that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I say, you know, uh, you know, it's okay. Yeah. And this is your first one. It's a proof of concept. It's okay. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It just, just know will help me to be a, a better filmmaker. Yeah. So what's, what, what else is on the horizon, apart from this becoming a feature or a, or a series? What else? Anything else you're so, looking at now? Or you just... Yeah, man. Um, so now I'm a part of the second cohort for the British Council Film Lab. Because okay. when I saw Lete, she was in the first cohort. So I'm like, ah. no, me Africa, me Africa, <laughs> part of this, you know? So I, I uh, applied okay. as a producer. Um, and I got through that Great. was in, that was last year. Okay. So we've been, we've been in a lab. So I, I have a bit aligned with a, a script called Lost written by Gay Magnus and a ah, script editor. Yeah. Yes, yes. 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 You know, Gay. So yeah, she's written a, she's written a script, uh, a screenplay called Lost. So we're working at, from the development stage of the script. Cause you see what I've learned um, over the past two years now in film is that as a producer, yes, you have different kinds, but I believe strongly that as a pro- film producer, you need to be involved from the script development. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can really understand and appreciate the work so you can apply yourself accordingly Okay. when you're producing it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. which director is perfect for it because of what the writer has developed or what you have developed with the writer. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? As a matter of fact, you even start to think how the money is going to spend or who you will ask for money because of this stage of the the stage that you are with the with the script. Right. So this is what the film lab is doing, right? It's ensuring that producers are there from development. So we're we started out with this, these scripts with, with they have been through the ropes, and the other the other uh, set of workshops which is happening soon will be you know the actual producers' job now with seeking markets and okay. distribution and uh, financing and all of that and brilliant know. yeah nice yeah so that's what's happening now with Lost. I've been re- working now with a writer about a script that she's looking at and uh, we're trying to develop that short script. She has some funding and um, I'm going to work with her with that soon. So, yeah, I'm getting oh, into the film. Um, yeah, it's nice. I, I like it. I like it. I really like it. And at the same time, it's providing more opportunities for the talents I, I represent because I'm meeting people in the business and yes. they would say, oh, you know, I need somebody for this because I'm doing this project. And I'm like, oh, okay. So one hand is watching the other, Michael. I'm telling the truth. It's really, it's really been great. Excellent. excellent. I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm so happy for you though. <laughs> Michael, sometimes I wake up and I can't believe it. And I say, yes, Rollins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. Just just embrace it because yeah. it's, it's happening. You, I'm so happy. I'm in a good, good space. Good, good, good. As you should be. As you should be. Yes. Oh, my love. Thank you so much for sharing with me. I do appreciate it. Yay. Thank you so much. And I really want to congratulate you on your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I know it's a lot of work. Yes, yes. And you're, and you're putting in the work. I, yes. I listen to a few of them and they're ah. very nice. Thanks. And your personality just comes right through. <laughs> yeah, man. When, when, when I see the bars going up and down, I, you know, like, I'm like, oh, it's like it tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Put it mildly, yes. Right, um. yes, yes, yes. Quite so, quite so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, I, I, miss, I miss the pizza nights at, at, at Brian, you know, we, we could get oh, hang out. But we know we're, we're still having the pizza nights. Okay. The pizza nights have been moving around because of COVID. Right. So we'll have a pizza the night or a pizza afternoon or a pizza evening, right. depending on the yeah. time of yeah. day or yeah. month or week. Yes, but it's yeah. still going on. Awesome! It's great to keep the connection. The Zoom works, but sometimes it's socially distant, but but distant, but, but still in, in yeah. the same place. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. So that's happening sometimes. Yeah, we yeah, miss yeah. you. We should try and do that soon. Yeah, man, that'd be great. I have to talk to Brand too because I actually called him a few weeks ago. And I said, "Would you please be a guest?" And he said, "Yes, of course." So. Um, oh. <laughs> So, uh, oh, that's gonna be great. Actually, it might be nice if I just bring the stuff one pizza night and we all chat. Um, oh, oh. okay, that's everything we usually say, but <laughs> <laughs> I know that would be some serious editing for you. I editing tell you, <laughs> when you don't even have no show, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hello and welcome. Oh, and that's it. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord That's have. true. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> All right, my darling. Thank you so much. Enjoy your night. Okay. Love you. Thank you. I love you too, Michael. And take care. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of Mike's Moment of. If you haven't already subscribed, please go ahead, go to Apple, go to Google, Spotify, and subscribe to the podcast. And once you've subscribed, write a review, rate it. 
send it out share it to your friends and family and even people you don't know uh, if you want to support what I'm doing with the podcast and everything else um, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash aleshan that's A-E-L-S-E-A-N and the links are also in the show notes and again the book is out uh, Mike's Pocket Performance Pointers um, get that on Amazon Kindle and Audible and also you can search iTunes for some of my music uh, Michael Sean Harris and also Joy Mechanics which is uh, my collaboration with Michael Holgate alright so good lots of things for you to do until next time take care <laughs>